All right. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. We have made it to another week. We've made it to the first week of March, guys. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts and um, through using pop culture and celebrity news. Hold on one second. We just had some bomb good news. Tanya Blingologist, King Tax Services, has a new granddaughter. She arrived Friday. Congratulations. Welcome to the world, to your granddaughter. Oh my gosh. I want to celebrate all your good news, guys. Okay. But back to, um, back to our intro. Happy Monday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Who am I? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC as well as the host of this show. NPL Consulting LLC is a business formation firm, which means that I help you get your business paperwork together. I help you get your business life together. So if you need help with things like contracts, registering your business with the state, getting EIN numbers, getting DUNS numbers, hiring employees properly, basic brand protection strategies, um, contracts, 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 which you always, we're going to talk about that a lot today. Your girl helps you get that done. Okay. Um, how do I help you get it done? I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, education, the law, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Yes, shop best on the yard, learning how not to infringe on people's trademarks, okay? Um, so if, uh, like I was saying, you know, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education um, accessible to everyone. Not everybody wants to go to law school. Not everybody wants to go to business school. But the barrier to entry to business is so low these days, and so many people have amazing business ideas that um, there's some concepts that you just need to know if you're really going to make it. So that's why I'm here. If you would like to see how you can get your business life in order, get your paperwork in order so that, you know, when you are thrust into the spotlight, you are ready, um, hit me up. Go to NPL Consulting Firm. Uh, go to, excuse me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation or download the free business biz launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. Um, as well, you can pick up my Dunn's number workshop replay. That is, um, our spotlight, uh, product this month. Uh, y'all, if you are trying to get into big stores, right? If you want, um, if y'all know, um, the real BB Judy, she does kaleidoscope hair products. She recently got her, her products into, uh, Target and Sally Beauty Supplies. One of the things that you need to get into big box stores is a Dunn's numbers because when you have a Dunn's number, it starts to build a credit history for your business and it's also kind of like a tracking number so that big companies can see what your reputation is financially, what your reputation is as a supplier. So, or if you want to land government contracts, you need a Dunn's number as well. So if you um, want to play with the big boys at some point, you need a Dunn's number. So I have a whole workshop teaching you how to apply for your Dunn's number, all right? So go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and get that, okay? Hi, TQ with the T, TQ with the T. I think that's that's what it is. All right, 
So that is enough about what I do. Let's talk about the show. I think we have a couple of new people in here. So this is how it works. I pull stories that you guys um, send to me, stories that I find on social media, stories that um, get sent to my inbox through my Google alerts, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we talk about them. We discuss it. I ask for your opinions. I ask you to put answers in the box. So I need y'all to pay attention so that we can get these stories popping, okay? Um, ooh. Oh, before I get too far, let me say hi to my mom and my dad. Hi guys. Uh, my dad is actually the inspiration for the first couple of stories. He asked me to do something. So we are going to get, um, we are going to get going. If you are ready, let me see a couple of readies. We have a whole lot of people today. We got 14 people over on Facebook. We got five people over on Instagram. I want to see at least, I'm only asking for two readies. I'm only asking for two. I can get two out of all these people. Okay. And we are going to get started, all right? Um, yes, thank you, Shop Best on the Yard, for you're ready. I'm just waiting for one more. I know Facebook takes a while, so I'm going to assume that your readies are going to come in after. But I want to see at least one more ready on Instagram before we get started. There's four four more, y'all, on Instagram. Let's go. Okay, Tanya gave me the second ready. We ready. Thank you, Sincere39, for the ready. Boogs is ready. All right, we all ready. Let's go. Okay, so... The first couple of stories, um, if you see the title of the broadcast today, the title says, don't, thank you, Zephyrina. It says, don't sign if you don't understand. And um, I'm doing this because my dad asked me to do uh, a special segment on um, a timeshare contract. But before we start on that, I want to talk about a story that I saw literally when I was on my way home um, on the bus. And I saw it and I was like, I have to, there's no way I can't talk about this. So if you know who Megan the Stallion is, Megan the Stallion, <laughs> give me an M in the comments, okay? Give me an M in the comments. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Megan the Stallion is, she is the hottest thing on the female rap scene. Um, she had the hot girl summer. Thank you, Shot Best on the Yard. She got knees made of titanium, I, you know, and she, she makes my knees ache when I see her dance. <laughs> But she's so much fun. I love watching her. She's so much fun. Everybody knows who Megan Thee Stallion is. Okay. Yes, she does have great knees. I, you know, if they ever do knee transfers, girl, let me know. Um, but um, we know that Megan has been on, you know, this skyrocketing tra trajectory to success. She got, you know, her Hot Girl Summer trademark. She has number one albums, platinum albums, endorsements, all this stuff, right? So, and everybody is waiting for, you know, while Megan has put out projects and mixtapes and things like that, Megan hasn't necessarily put out an album yet. Um, if you didn't know, Megan um, recently was signed to Rock Nation, um, which is Jay-Z's Jay record label. But prior to that, she was signed to uh, this record label, 1501 Productions. Um and she is in a dispute with them now because she wants to put out music and uh, they won't let her. Uh, she said that, you know, basically, I remember seeing this this um, this clip of an interview that the person from 1501 Productions basically didn't know that Megan had signed with Rock Nation. He, you know, felt like she kind of owed him money and things like that. And 
she has a contract with this production company and now they are preventing her from putting out any music. And the one thing that I saw, I was only able to kind of briefly look over the story, was that Megan said that when she signed her contract, she did not understand it. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, I'm going to say this until the day I die. Do not sign a contract if you do not understand what is going on. Because you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. You can agree to things that you didn't know that you agreed to. If you cannot read through a contract, you need to find someone who can so you understand what you are signing. It is not cute to be out here in these streets in a contract that you can't get out of. Do you guys remember when Rihanna was putting out albums back to back to back? Because she had a contractual obligation with her record label to put out a certain number of albums. But the situation was not beneficial to her after a while. She was losing money. So she was like, well, I'm just going to come, you know, do my part. I'm going to um, fulfill my part of the contract so I can get out of it, right? Now, Megan, she's got this contract. She doesn't like it. She's asked them to renegotiate the contract and they are refusing and they're not letting her put, and apparently they're not letting her put out any music. And while I feel for Megan, this is again, why you need to understand why you are signing, what you are signing. I don't care if it's your mother, your, your sibling, your grandmama, your, your, your boo from way, way back in the day. I don't care if it's your pastor, high King tax services. If you are signing a contract, you need to know what it says. You need to understand what the implications are for you, okay? So that was just a quick um, a quick warning for all of you out there signing contracts without reading. Don't do that, please. Um, but now we are on to the crux um, of what I wanted to talk to you about. So my dad asked me about timeshare contracts and uh, about uh, basically how to get out of one. And I thought this was something that we could all talk about just in case you guys are thinking about doing timeshares. They're not something that necessarily appeals to me, but I just wanted to give you, okay, thank you, my darling. Um, I just wanted to come here and, and kind of give you guys a brief overview because this also has to do with contracts, okay? So um, does anybody here know what, have a timeshare or know what a timeshare is? If you have a timeshare or know what a timeshare is, please give me a T in the comments. If you have a timeshare or you know what a timeshare is, give me a T in the comments. So while you do that, I'm going to explain for the people who don't know. So, um, a timeshare is, uh, where your brother had one. Okay. A timeshare is where, thank you, phenomenal chefs, you share property costs, um, of, for a piece of real estate. Thank you, Sincere39, um, to guarantee time. Okay. So you're basically paying a fee to guarantee that you have access to a particular property. Along with this fee come maintenance fees and incidental fees. You don't know what it is? Okay. Thank you, Marla Davis. Um, maintenance and incidental fees. So if they have to put a new roof on this property, you would be responsible for some of those changes. If they are doing, you know, sprucing up and painting and things like that, you would be responsible for paying for part of that. Okay. Now within the timeshare, there's different times of timeshares. You have a deeded, you can have a deeded timeshare. This is when you own a share of the house. So let's say, you know, uh, there's 10 people who buy into this timeshare. 
you would own 10% of that house, okay? I mean, you, you can, like, cut off 10%, but essentially you would own 10% of that house. Thank you for all the teas, guys, okay? Now, with the deeded timeshare, you can either be t tied to a specific time, so, like, you know, every summer from, like, you know, the second week of June to the third week of June, that's your time to go, or you can have, like, a season. So, they'll say, you know, you can book any time from January to May except for these particular dates, okay? Um, <clears throat> another thing that you should know about deeded timeshares is that you can actually pass this on. So let's say you keep this timeshare in your family and you pass away, you can put it in your will and, and give it to your family and they would have to take over the payments and stuff, but it can be willed because you own a piece of this property, okay? All right, now, there is another type of timeshare that is non-deeded. It's basically a shared lease, okay? Hi, SoRap21. Um, the deed remains with whoever originally owned the property. So usually these properties are owned by resorts. So the resort keeps the deed, right? Um, essentially, you're kind of renting a hotel room for an extended period, um, usually around 20 years, but you don't have any real rights to the property and you kind of have to figure out when, when it's available for you to use it. Okay. Um, and like I said, you can have a fixed week, you can have, you can have a fixed time, you can have a floating time within a certain season. Um, there's also a point system that I didn't understand that I'm not even getting into. Now, timeshares are great if you know you take a vacation at the same time every year in the same place and you know you're going to be there, right? Um, but with timeshares, yes, you're paying for this. There's maintenance fees, there's HOA fees, and there's like special assessments. Think about if you own a condo. When you buy a condo, you don't just have to pay the mortgage for the condo. You also have to pay the HOA fees and whatever maintenance fees are there for the complex. It's the same thing kind of with a timeshare, okay? Now, this works for some people, but it doesn't work for all. So for those of you, if you have a timeshare and you ever want to get out of a timeshare contract, because it is a contract, these are your options. You can either sell your timeshare. So you could find someone out there in the world who wants to, you know, have a piece of this property at their disposal when they want and sell it to them. Or you can find one of the people who also owns a piece of this timeshare and say, hey, do you want to buy my share? Okay, so that's one option you have. You can sell your piece of the timeshare. The second option you have is you can ask the uh, whoever owns the property, usually a resort, you can ask them to take, to take it back. It's called a timeshare deed back. Um, now, they, they may try to, you know, upgrade you to certain packages and things like that. But no, if you want to get out of a timeshare, you need to con, um, another option you have is to contact the company that owns it and ask them to take the title back. Okay. Uh, your third option is to hire an attorney to help you get out of this timeshare contract because, because it is a legally binding contract. Think about if you bought a house, think about all the processes that go into buy a house. Hi, boss B32. And then think about all the processes that go into selling a house. 
It's the same thing with selling a timeshare, but it's it's a little bit more complicated because you don't own the whole property. You only own a tiny piece of it. So you have to find someone who wants to only own a tiny piece of a house and only wants to use it at a specific time period, okay? So you may need to find an attorney if you can't find anyone to help you get out of this contract. And your fourth option is to hire a timeshare exit company. There are entire companies dedicated to helping people get out of their timeshare contracts, okay? So if you um, are in a timeshare contract and you don't want to be in one anymore, your four options are selling it, asking the resort to take it back, hiring an attorney, or hiring a timeshare exit company. All of this information, I found it on um, Dave Ramsey's website. He's a financial expert. A lot of people like him out there. So this is not just stuff that I'm pulling out from nowhere. Hi, Williams, Lynn, hey, Latanya. Uh, <clears throat> this is not, you know, information I'm pulling out from nowhere. So for those of you who are in timeshares, if you want to get out, these are legally binding contracts. I personally would never get into a timeshare contract just because I don't want I don't feel, I don't want to be paying all that money for something I can only use for, um, okay, cool. The replays are available on my YouTube channel. You can subscribe using the link in bio and it will also be up on Instagram for 24 hours. Um, but yes, so I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend a timeshare, but if you are in one and you want to get out, your four options are sell, ask the resort to take it back, hire an attorney or hire a timeshare exit company. All right. Okay. So now we are moving on to our regular stories for the evening. Dad, I hope you liked my story. I'm going to ask you tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, before we get started on the next stories, I want to remind you, you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of the show and owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. If you need to get your business life together, if you need your paperwork done, if you need to get your contracts together, if you need to hire employees, get your EIN number, your DUNS number, I'm your girl. Go check out Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and see all the ways that we can connect. You can book a free consultation. You can get my free biz, um, biz launch cheat sheet. Uh, there's tons of stuff there, okay? Uh, moving on. Uh, our next story is actually an update. Wow, that took a lot of time. Um, yeah, we're not going to finish all these stories today, but that's okay. Uh, our next story is actually an update. I don't know if you guys remember, but a while ago, I told you that Hyundai was suing um, a company called Direct Technologies for selling counterfeit Hyundai parts. Um, and Hyundai's argument was that, look, we can't guarantee... Um, we can't guarantee a warranty if you come to us with gray market parts. So this company, Direct Technologies, was making parts that they were advertising as, you know, they they were great for Hyundais and, you know, you, you could use them. They, they were cheaper than regular Hyundai parts, but you could use them in Hyundai. And Hyundai was like, stop putting our name in your mouth and give us our money because what you're doing is you're tarnishing our reputation. Because the argument, the, the, the idea was for Hyundai is that what if direct technologies makes a mistake? Hyundai has very exact specifications for their part. And direct technologies, they may not necessarily know what those specifications are. And if you're selling these parts and trying to pass them off as Hyundai and someone puts them in their car and their car messes up, they're going to want to come after Hyundai. So Hyundai is like, you can tarnish our reputation, right? So they've been in a back and forth battle over this. Direct Technologies was arguing that 
Hyundai was um, basically trying to keep a monopoly and that they were using their trademark to, you know, monopolize the, the, the car parts industry. And it was, an, it was antitrust to use, to use the, the trademark to keep them from making, you know, these parts. Well, Hyundai won. How much y'all think Hyundai won from Direct Technologies for selling fake Hyundai parts? I'm going to give y'all two guesses. How much do you think Hyundai won from a company that was making knockoff Hyundai parts to replace things in the car? I'm going to give y'all two guesses. Um, well, Latanya said they should not be liable for counterfeit parts. But if you don't know what the, that they're counterfeit, right? Uh, Latanya said billion. Sincere said a hundred. Oh, y'all. No, that's way too high. Okay. Sorry. Come down just a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay. Y'all are way out there. Well, okay. Hyundai didn't get that much. Y'all Hyundai got $5 million from this company for selling fake parts. Now that may not, um, based on your amounts, it doesn't seem like that much when y'all talking about a hundred million, but $5 million ain't nothing to sneeze at. Right. Yes. So $5 million is not nothing to sneeze at. Hyundai got $5 million because their trademark is worth money. You can't go out here using people's names to sell your stuff and think that nothing's not going to happen to you. You can't, if I, using someone's trademark is like going out into the world, like, um, going out into the world. I'm trying to, okay, where's shop best on the yard? All right. It's like if I started making tumblers. Is Shop Best on the Yard still here? Wave your hand, girl. Shop Best on the Yard makes amazing custom tumblers, right? If I go and I start making tumblers and I start putting Shop Best on the Yard on them, that comes with a certain level of quality because we know that Shop Best on the Yard's tumblers, they're high quality. Hey, girl, you know, they hold up. They're made well. I can't make no tumblers. If I make you a tumbler, that thing is going to fall apart in two days. But if I'm out here using Shop Best on the yard's name, you might think that it's a high quality product. So that is tarnishing Shop Best on the yard's, hi, always hungry, Shop Best on the yard's reputation. It's the same thing here with Hyundai. Don't come out here using my name and not making things right because you're going to mess up my reputation. All right. So $5 million for Hyundai. Good for y'all. Okay. You're welcome, Doc. Look, my mother loves that cup, okay? Yes, girl, two days, all right? Two days, if that. I, I, two days is a stretch. <laughs> all right, so good luck for Hyundai. All right, next story that we are talking about. Um, so how many of y'all have been to the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas? If you have been to the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas, give me HRC in the comments. Hard Rock Cafe. Um, and while you do that, uh, there is a company called JC Hospitality. And they own the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. And they also own a nightclub that is connected to this cafe. Okay? Thank you for the HRC, LaTanya. Um the, they, they call this club the joint dream vacation, King tax services. Hey, go head out there. Um, so 
the, the JC Hospitality, the owners of Hard Rock Cafe, they, they call this club that is connected to the cafe The Joint, okay? And they try to trademark the name The Joint for nightclubs. Unfortunately, they were denied their trademark. And why do you think that they were denied the trademark for the name The Joint for a nightclub? Why do you think? What are some of the reasons that you could be denied a trademark? We talk about this all the time. No, but that's going to come. Wait. Oh, who sells tumblers? Um, so Zephyrina, my girl, Brittany, if you go to Best on the Yard on, on uh, Facebook, she makes amazing custom tumblers. I bought um, two for my parents for Christmas. They absolutely love them. Um, but why do you think that they denied the trademark? Um, Latanya is laughing. They denied the trademark because it was too generic. Yes, shop best on your common name. Too generic, okay? Um, I don't know if y'all remember this album that Quincy Jones came out with. This was like when I was in high school, and it was called Quincy's Juke Joint. Juke Joint was a popular term for, um, African or American clubs, like, you know, I want to say in the 60s, the 70s, before I was born. Anyway, they used to call them juke joints, right? As well, the word joint is a, you remember King Tax Services? I remember too. It's also a euphemism for prison. We hear people say, you know, oh, he's in the joint. It's a generic term, a nickname for prison. And not only that, the joint is also in the 40s. Oh, thank you, Sincere39. I didn't know. Um, never. Okay. Um, but the joint is always, uh, the joint is also, um, a nickname for a weed cigarette, a cannabis cigarette. So there are many different generic applications for the word joint. So the USPTO said, no, no, girl, this name is too, um, this name is too, this name is too generic. We cannot do this. You are not going to be able to trademark the joint. And the owners of, of this club, as well as the Hard Rock Cafe, they were like, but people know this club. They know that it's right next to the Hard Rock Cafe. And the court said, yeah, they know the club because of the Hard Rock Cafe. They don't know the club because of its own name. So the owners of this club, The Joint, uh, were denied the trademark for The Joint. Uh, Always Hungry said, like the sushi restaurant, Ahola, Aloha Poke? Were they denied a trademark? I haven't heard about them. Let me know. Uh, but yes, so you cannot trademark the joint for a nightclub, okay? <laughs> All right, how much time do we have left? My God, time is um, moving fast. So I have one, two, one, two, two. we might have to leave these stories for tomorrow. Um Yes. Okay. So we're going to leave these stories for tomorrow because we only have three minutes left. So let's talk about, it's Hawaiian. Oh, they tried to trademark poke. Oh, they tried to trademark poke. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's generic. Everybody knows what poke bowl is. No. Okay. 
So yeah, so those were the stories that we had for tonight. Um, so let's do a little bit of Q&A while we have a couple of minutes. We talked about contracts. We talked about understanding contracts and Megan the Stallion. We talked about timeshare contracts. If you guys have any questions about contracts, feel free to drop them in the comment box so I can answer them. As well, do we understand why Hyundai got this $5 million judgment against uh, Direct Technologies who was selling gray market Hyundai parts? And do we understand why the owners of the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas were not able to trademark the name, the joint for their connecting nightclub? I do this show so that you guys understand these concepts. They take repetition. They take time to understand. So if there's ever a story that you have more questions about, Always make sure that you ask me. I am more than happy to answer your questions. Or if you have questions about the business formation process in general, if you have questions about how do I, you know, what type of contracts I need, where do I find this, how do I register this, like those are questions that you can always ask me, especially in this forum. This is this is where you don't have to pay nothing to ask me no questions, okay? So if you have your questions, bring them here. Um, <clears throat> Uh, always hungry said it reminds me of American gangster when they tried to steal his brand of crack. (laughs) Yes, yes, that is it. I remember American gangster. Um, he had his brand of drugs and it had its name on it and you were not going to go out in the street and put your name on Frank, put Frank Lucas's name on your stuff because he was going to come get you probably shoot you. At least in this case, all you have is a, is a court judgment against you. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) it, it, it is kind of fitting there. There are, you can, you can, you can change, like you can take real life situations and apply them to this. These concepts can YouTube, babe, these concepts can be a little bit dry, but when you put them in real world context, you understand the implications Imagine if you tried to hone in on the territory of a drug dealer. You would be gone tomorrow. Don't try and hone in on the territory of these big companies because they ain't going to kill you, but they will take your money. (laughs) All right. So that is where I'm going to leave you guys. We have two stories to continue tomorrow as well as whatever I find tomorrow. Um, thank you guys so much for your energy. I did not start this show, you know, in the best of moods, but you guys brought me up. So thank you. Uh, please join me here tomorrow at eight. Make sure that you pick up the Dunn's number workshop replay. If you are trying to get your products into big box stores, or if you are trying to land a federal contract, um, uh, go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, and you will find the link for that. Hungry, the videos start at 8 o'clock p.m. Monday through Thursday. And when they're done, I upload them onto my YouTube channel. So if you can't join me live, you can always rewatch on the YouTube channel or you can listen to the audio on my podcast. The way that you get to those is you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and the links are right there so you can subscribe, okay? So that is what I'm going, yes, Eastern Standard Time. I am on the East Coast, girl. Um, so that is what I'm going to leave y'all with tonight. Thank you again for hanging out with me. Um, good night, mom. Good night, dad. Y'all take care of yourselves. I'm heading to bed early because I did not get enough sleep last night. And your girl does not function well when she has not rested. So take care of yourselves, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.